Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Francis Beck and Tom Prince from Western New York Athletics. Frank is out on assignment. He's covering scrimmages. We'll have a rundown of scrimmages in just a little bit. Dick Gallagher from Channel 2 is here. And Roger Weiss, our resident troublemaker. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Derek. Roger. Morning, y'all. That's better. All right. Uh, let's see. It's scrimmage weekend. Next week, we start the regular season, so it's exciting time, but at the same time, I'm sad, because that means summer's over. I don't want summer to over. I, I love summer so it's much. It's too hot. No, it's not. It's beautiful. I love it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it must come to an end. And, of course, next Saturday is Wing Fest. Roger and I will be judging there, so if you uh, have any plans on attending mm-hmm. Wing Fest, I think, Raj, we start uh, tasting at about 12.30, I believe. Uh, juicers have sent, uh, sent us a note today. So uh, wait, 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 wait. You guys are official judges of a, of a wing contest? Yes. Wow. Wait, wait. This is a big deal here. It is a big deal. We've been doing this for uh, several years now. Uh, my son Nick joins me. Uh, we'll be sitting next to uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach. Raj, have you decided if you're going to walk around or are you going to hang out under the... Uh, under the canopy with us at the I picnic hope to table. Wa- I hope to walk around and bump into more people that way. Yeah, are, then you can't you be folks? as, but you can't be as honest. Like, cause you know, I if I'm standing in front of the wing stand, I don't want to hear. And that I don't want to tell you. I feel, well, by the way, your wing's terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I throw it you away. You don't say anything to them. No, they're too busy serving the people in line. Okay, and you know, like I say, unless. You know, after about the fourth or fifth wing, you know, unless you have some like a lime sherbet or something that you can cleanse the palate with, it, to me it's difficult to judge. And I think it would just be amplified with them just bringing you wing after wing after wing and all that. I love uh, it though. I sit there and enjoy question it. for the panel today. I'm sure Mr. Gallagher knows. I don't know about Tom or Francis. Are you familiar with the movie It's a Wonderful Life with James Stewart? Oh, yes. of course. Eh, not really. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not very educated the only re- in that Anthony, area. The only reason I bring it up is just remember, if you hear a bell ring, another angel gets its wings. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's time to eat. <laughs> that, is very, that is very corny. Yes, it and, is. And also, Francis, Dick, throw most, something at him. <laughs> most of us were not born when that movie was made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that movie. Uh, I beg to differ. 
<laughs> Two of us were born, Richard, and you're one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Wing Fest going on uh, next week. Um, I'm a nervous wreck today, so if it feels like, if it sounds like I'm completely disorganized, and uh, that's because tomorrow's our season opener for Little League football, and Niagara Falls Junior Football Club Cobras, we are headed to Niagara Wheatfield High School tomorrow for a 1 o'clock kickoff against Wheatfield, so excited about that. We didn't have a preseason game this year, so I'm not cr- quite, uh, I'm not sure how my team's going to perform. I was telling uh, Dick before the uh, before the uh, show, it's kind of like you're tuning a race car, and you have to tune it by ear because you don't have a timing light. Can't use the timing light until after the game to know what I have. I think it's going to run right. I think it's going to go fast, but I'm not really sure. Oh, that's why we're going to have to get out there tomorrow. Well, I'm sure they it. have outstanding coaching, so you can make the difference. Oh, we're really in trouble now. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, yes, big number 99, Nick Caligiuri, will be playing line. When Not you uh, on the offense at that level, are the, does the QB have hands under center, or does he have a direct snap? Uh, either or. Depends on your offense. Well, I know the only reason I ask is you uh, equated it to uh, – Tuning up an engine and all that, and I just wonder where exactly top dead Whoa. center would be. Oh man! Ooh. What do you He's think, Tom? Don't you think you that brought his D game you. today? You, you really are bringing it out today, aren't you? Let's you, talk. You football. guys are egging me on. He brought up about tuning up engines. He brought up about the wing. Well, that's a Burgard thing. That's my mechanic background. Let's talk football. Derek's on yes. the phone, so he can't help me out right now. But I'm sure Derek would back me up. 100%. All right. News and notes. Uh, I saw on Twitter this morning that Nick Todaro is going to stay with Hutch Tech. He's going to be an assistant coach uh, for uh, Tony Treluzio. So the engineers are going to be able to keep their uh, their assistant coach. So good for the good. engineers. Good for Nick Todaro. Hope Very positive for Hutch Tech. Yeah. Hope everything uh, works out there. Scrimmages going on today. Francis, there's a whole bunch of them. In fact, we may hear from Frank a little bit later on uh, when he calls in and gives an update as to what he sees down in uh, Southwestern, I believe. He's uh, down in that part of the area. What do you have there, buddy? All right. Um, so there's several scrimmages going on today. I'm not going to go through all of them, but some of the highlights. Um, the mega scrimmage this year moves to Grand Island High School, uh, made up of Willie's, Niagara, Wheatfield, St. Francis, Lockport, Sweet Home, and, of course, the Vikings. That, uh, that is scrimmage. a big scrimmage. Yeah, it's traditionally usually in Lockport, but, of course, uh, they're getting a new field this year, so they don't necessarily have the space to host it, so Grand Island's going to take care of that. Um, down in Orchard Park, you have Iroquois, Frontier, and the Quakers sitting together up in Niagara Falls. Now, this is an interesting... St. Joe's, Niagara Falls, Chautauqua Lake... Maple Grove and University Prep. Yes, I knew it was a Section 5 team as well. So interesting there. Clarence, get a lot of. Chautauqua Lake and Maple Grove? Yeah. Now, we did hear some conflicting reports that maybe there was another scrimmage going on, but we couldn't confirm that it was somewhere else. This was from the official stuff we got from the schedule. For from Arbiter, on the previous write ups, I didn't catch that. That was. Uh, you know, I just hope somebody ain't uh, that's putting on the web aren't confusing when they used to be combined team. It's of course that's a few years back, but uh, at Clarence, there's a nice scrimmage out there. Um, the Red Devils, West Seneca West, Lancaster, and Starpoint. That's the one I'm good... headed to, Anthony. Afterwards, uh, 
Okay, I have a uh, a friend of mine that sent me a text uh, yesterday, Roger, and at 10 o'clock at Niagara Falls High School, Chautauqua Lake, Maple Grove, University Prep, St. Joe's, Niagara Falls. I don't know. The other reason I question it, too, is five teams. Usually it's either four or six because they always have two teams going head-to-head. Yeah, but and you can have a team take a break. Maybe part of that was I those two teams that, aren't going to go head-to-head. that's not how they usually do it. That also could be those two teams aren't going to go head-to-head, too? I don't doubt that for a New York second. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Um, and then the other big one, uh, you know, a lot of teams, is going to be at O'Hara. It's going to be at 1 o'clock for the Lake Crowd, North Tonawanda, Louport, Springville, and the Hawks. Did you mention the 2 o'clock scrimmage at Stransky? Yeah, it's, yeah, and then the 2 o'clock is Canisius, Hutch Tech, and South Park. It'll be at Stransky in West Seneca. Okay. So now if you want to go catch, we have them all? Or yeah, that's that's most of them. The you can highlights. find the rest of them. There's a lot of, you know, I don't want, there's about, you know, 10, 15. Right. A bunch of them are just Some two teams. Some of them are just two schools. Yeah, meeting up, Okay. So. Gotcha. Well, a lot of people get excited for the scrimmages, and, and they're fun to watch. Uh, I remember when uh, NT used to host one every year, and it was, uh, I believe, like four schools. Riverside would uh, would play in it, and it was it was enjoyable. You get to see different you know styles of football, and get to see some pads popping. That's what uh, that's what you want to see. All right, and then uh, next week, as I mentioned, uh, Friday night we kick off games, and uh, Saturday, so we're ready for it. All right, any, do you have anything else for news and notes, guys? No, I just had a question. Any scuttlebutt on who is going to be scrimmaging this week with one team and end up at another school next Saturday? Well, <laughs> you say that. Well, I think you just led into uh, news and notes, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, the big story this week, uh, Maurice Robinson, senior quarterback at Sweet Home, transferred over to West Seneca West. Here we um, go. People thinking it's free agency again. Yeah, it was uh, kind of oh. came with a shock to really uh, both coaches, you know, how it all played out. Um, we're not going to get into the whole story, but, you know. I'm sorry. I do not, like, you know, a week before the season starts and you're transferring. We saw, what, two years ago, uh, was that Sanders? Yeah, Sanders well, so did that's that. That's why I brought up that nasty comment I made leading into that. Uh, two years ago, Sanders actually participated in the scrimmage for South Park on scrimmage Saturday, and then in the middle of the following week enrolled into timing. It's not right. Yeah. It's um, not only not right, it is dead wrong. I, I still think that you should, you know, once that third that first day of practice comes, you're, you're at, locked you're, in. You're locked in. Yeah. Unless you come in from out of town or something, you're locked into that team. Um, I will say what makes this kind of interesting is that Sweet Home plays West Seneca West week one next week. However, <laughs> however, Ro- um, Robinson only had three practices as of Monday night, so he would not. He's not eligible for today's scrimmage or that first game. He should be eligible for their week two game against Kemmer West. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But again, I want to say it was a shock to both coaches. Yeah. Okay. Couple things on that. Number one. Uh, isn't he already what a minimum, you know, exclusive of captains' practices and all that? He's already a week behind as far as practices with his own team. Number two, he has to come in and dislodge the person who has been. That's the, what somebody the made that comment on Facebook. Says, "How do you think that that, that quarterback feels now? He's going to be uh, replaced. So that's what two years in a row." Uh, at West Seneca, this uh, somebody's going to have to step aside. I think. I mean, 
I haven't talked to Mike, but I don't. I think that Liam did, did the same thing last year until Matt came over, and then he he just played the one way or bo- both ways on the line. I think this year he'll be the quarterback. He's been doing the seven on seven. He has an edge. He's an outstanding player. Makes all West in New York as a sophomore, and I think that Robinson going over will help their defensive backfield. But I don't think he'll be playing quarterback. Okay. Yeah, and that was going to add into that too, Roger. I, I completely agree. This is a kid that's been doing the seven on sevens in the winter program, in the spring program. I mean, it's Knows been ongoing system, now for a year. Which is why I'm not crazy kid. about Francis' comment using the, uh, what, August 13th or whatever the start of uh, uh, practice dates is. It goes far farther back than that, in my opinion. It does, but it's very – where would you go back to then, the end of the school year? I mean, you're really like – I don't know that there is an answer right now. I, I really don't. I, I think in the old days, that... regardless of the reason that you were – uh, transferring, whether you were transferring from West Seneca East to West Seneca West, or whether you were transferring from uh, Western Texas to West Seneca East, you still had to sit out a semester. All right, guys. Uh, anything else for news for notes before we get into? Uh... All right, le- 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 we've pretty much uh, covered everything. Now we need to get into the A's and Double A's today, Dick. A lot to go through. We have what three divisions in A's this year? Right, three leagues, eighteen teams. And uh, Class A-1 has outstanding talent and outstanding teams. And the one that stands out is West Seneca West, who won a state championship last year. They got 13 starters returning. I mentioned Liam Shure, who's just an outstanding athlete. Mike Linsky, always in New York last year as a sophomore linebacker. Brian Ball, Kyle Haditch, Josh Clifton, who is uh, an outstanding kicker. And he was Mr. Automatic last year. John Spire. So when you take a look at the starters returning, the quality, the number of games they played last year, the Indians have to be the favorite in this division. Well, if you look at it this way, too, okay, they had a long run, which means the uh, backup guys got plenty of uh, reps during the postseason run while they practiced. That is so big in leading into this year. So when you mentioned what thirteen returners and uh, you know as far as starters go, that's big. When Lackawanna had that run three or four years in a row going for state championships, they were playing 12, 13 games a year. And those kids had just tremendous repetitions, experience, and that that was huge. And that's, yeah, I mean, you see it in college football. When you talk about teams that are in bowl games every year, that's why you want to get into bowl game. You want to get your, your, your backups to get the reps, more reps. Well, if your season ends, uh, you know, whatever, in early November, you're done. You're not practicing anymore. Yeah. If you're in a bowl game that's playing in January, look at all the extra practice time you're getting. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, other teams in that league, Jamestown, who's gone from a double-A to an A. That's the big adjustment, I think, this year, is looking at the double-A schools that have now come down. And Sev- Sevon Van Sickle is only a sophomore. He started as a freshman, outstanding on both sides of the balls, Division One candidate, Fran- Francisco Rodriguez, is a strong two-way player. Drew Boggs is a decent quarterback. Tage Jones, Grant Moore. So they return 10 starters. They'll be very competitive. Niagara Wheatfield, I think, could be a sleeper this year. they got 14 starters returning. Jordan Parks is a really under-the-radar screen, excellent quarterback, defensive back, and other key players, Noah Nixon, Nick Stott, Tommy Bellatier, and Jake DeWolf. 
I just want to come in with, um, if you haven't heard the story, Jordan Parks uh, last, this uh, football season was very much in doubt in the winter. Uh, he was found, you know, on his, on his kitchen floor, you know, you know, fainted. It turns out he had an irregular heartbeat and that's right. He, he was very touch and go for a while. Um, and he was only cleared to, you know, participate in anything in early May. So this kid's got an amazing chip on his shoulder. Can't, I don't know if there's another player more grateful to be out on the field this year in the area. Good, good call there, Francis. And uh, Ken West returned 13 starters. Ken or Joe Stewart's outstanding two-way player, uh, Western York candidate. Other key players: Noah DiBello, Zach Boys, AJ Hill, Chuck Tilly returns to coach in Western New York. He's a longtime coach at Eden and Tonawanda. Frontiers only won one, a couple of games the last two years. Mm-hmm. And they've got 12 starters returning. Key players, Tyler Bailey, Max Fleming, Jacob Stimbolis. Hamburg only won one game last year. They could struggle again this year. Key players for the uh, Bulldogs, Spencer Dix, Nick Hafner, and Logan Garza. And when you take a look at this league, I don't think anyone matches up with West Seneca West. So they're almost in like a league on, on their own, but I still got to play the, the game. I disagree with that slightly. Uh, I think, uh, in fact, the uh, uh, team I really like a lot from last year, they only lost besides Terzillo, or it's not Trelizio, but it sounds like that, the uh, Trench Trophy guy from uh, Jamestown. Ter- he graduated. He played in the uh, Noah. Noah in the uh, Ken Lions All-Star game and all that. Frank and I went down. We saw Jamestown and Will North a year ago, and uh, I like. It's not going to be a walkthrough for West Seneca, in my opinion. I'm looking forward to the Jamestown West Seneca West game. Could I, be I a start this, of a new yeah, rivalry. No, no. There, there's no doubt Jamestown's going to be in the mix for this. I'll tell you, you could call this double A subset. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, every one of them. Every one of them. But every Hamburg is the only one who hasn't played double A in years, as far as football right. goes. But they've played it in other sports. But you're saying in the last three years, the top five teams: West Seneca, Jamestown, Niagara, Weefield, Ken West, and Frontier have all played double A. Well, basically, the, the ones that drop down is, be, and especially because A opted to. Rather than do it geographically, to do it by school size, of course you're going to have that. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, almost double A one or double A two, as yeah. opposed to A school. So no, they're at a distinct advantage. But and Frank has been saying, look, you know, it's it's difficult for us in double A. Maybe now being in A is going to help them a little bit. I don't know. Not this well, year. Not this year. <laughs> not okay. with the team. Hey, I'm going sorry. I'm against. trying to put a positive spin Frontier on it. Frontier has got a good sorry. team this year. Oh, I be understand. Be prepared for them to be very competitive in this division. Still, um, I'll also say as between Jamestown and West Seneca, you know, you're you're. Uh, Van Sickle that you just talked about is legit, this kid. And I'm going to tell you is it could be a matchup of the stars when you got Johnson over at West Seneca and you got him over at Jamestown is really who's going to be the one that steps up. And with him playing, uh, he's playing linebacker, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so he's going to play linebacker for Jamestown and then he's going to go to running back for Jamestown and then you got Johnson will be at the wide receiver and is also playing two ways on defense. It'll be I could be who makes the bigger impact. Yeah, and the, you're probably talking two of the Conley Cup finalists. I think two of the uh, the, the the difference to me is West Seneca West defense, particularly with Shore and Glinsky and Ball and Attic. Yep. They had so many reps, they really look good. 
and Tony was right. Some of those kids that were able to get in the games that they dominated, they've got that edge too. So one of the things in the last couple of years, Jamestown's defense was nothing like their defense for a century. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, continue to look at the A's, and then, like I said, we'll get into double A's in a little bit. Keep it locked here, right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. Tony Kelly-Jury along with Francis Beck, Tom Prince, Dick Gallagher, and Roger Weiss. We're previewing the A's. We just did A1. We're going to move on to A2. But before we do that, we're going to say good morning to Frank Wolf, who is, I believe, at Southwestern watching the scrimmage. Morning, Frank. Morning, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) What have you got for us, buddy, before we get back to our preview? Well, Tony, I'm down at Charles A. Lawson Field in Southwestern, home of the Trojans, where Jehu Paltrick's crew is taking on CSP, Climber, Sherman, Panama, Pepperoni, Sausage, whatever they're called, uh, the Wolf Pack, and it's 7-6. Uh, not a lot of action, as you can imagine, on a scrimmage Saturday, but uh, good time. Cole Schneider uh, did throw a touchdown early, and then a pick six in his next uh, series, so... Ooh. Great day to be down here. Sunny. The view is just unbelievable from the press box looking out on the lake. Um, great, great facility. Jehu is very, very, uh, he's a great host, and he said you guys are welcome down anytime. I'll give him our best uh, when you talk to him. I will definitely do that, guys. I'm looking forward to uh, the beginning of another great high school season, and I'll see you guys next week. All right, you got it. Thanks, Frank. Have a great day. Frank Wolf chiming in from, uh, I like he has to put the, the cheese, sausage, pepperoni in there for you, Raj. Does that make you hungry? Oh, for me, sit I, down. He said it for you and you know it. Well, I may have to order one later on. <laughs> you, you might. Someone's going to have to twist your arm, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's get over to A2, Mr. Gallagher. Okay, Sweet Home returned 16 starters. First-year coach, Jeremy Zimmer, but he's been with, with the program for several years. Outstanding Defensive lineman Rob Giancola has a 99 GPA. All right. Most of the Ivy League schools are pursuing him. <laughs> Love and, it. And uh, he, he's amazing. Other key players, Keith Murphy, Adam LeBoy, J- Jamal Lucas. And last year they were 5-1. and one. This year, who knows, but uh, it's, the league will be competitive. Grand Island returns 12 starters from their 6-2 and two squad. Cam Sionka. Threw for almost 1,400 yards and 16 touchdowns. Other key players for the Vikings, Easton Spear, Anthony Seifert, and Jeremiah Wilkes is an outstanding defensive lineman, and he could be considered for the Trench Trophy too. Another team, Williamsville East, who surprised everyone last year in making the playoffs, Mike Torello in his first year, outstanding coach. Sure. Returns 12 starters. Key players for the Flames, Colson Skorka, Clayton Osborne, A.J. Chima, and John Moran. McKinley has a new coach. Micah Harris, who's the interim coach right now, returns nine starters. Tavon Martin, who actually played for McKinley, played for Sweet Home last year, now is back to McKinley, outstanding wide receiver. Another key player, Kajan Carthon. North Tonawanda returns Eric Jancy, who's done, won 97 games Excuse me. Also won a state championship and several league championships at North Tonawanda. He returns to the Lumberjacks. Guys, eleven starters. They were three and five last year. 
Chancey and his crew will improve them. Absolutely. He's a magician with line play. He'll have that line blocking, and you, they'll, they'll have a running game. They'll, they'll be physical, too. Yes. And uh, three players that stand out, Matt Manji, James Holler, and Jake Myers. And for Kenmore East, who struggled the last few years, and you got to give credit, uh, excuse me, to the team. They hang in there. They won two games last year. But Nathan Murdy is is a good quarterback. Donzo Young and Nick Coburn. Well, for them, the big question every year is numbers. Do, you know, they're much right. like Tonawanda. You know, trying to keep above that twenty mark. Are they uh, okay with numbers this year? Uh, from what I understand, yeah, they their JVs the last couple of years has had decent numbers. And Pat Beltry has done a good job. They're just in a very, very competitive league. Sure. And when you're down for two or three years, it takes you a while to get back up. And I know I, uh, <laughs> the big question is, is, is will they be able to compete with Kenmore West when uh, East-West game comes? You know, comes? they did compete. They were a touchdown away from from beating West last year. Okay. They were right on the doorstep. I also would like to say that JV team last year was a two-point conversion away from being perfect. So they bring mm. up a lot of kids from that team. Uh, so... I, I I don't think they're going to be quite at that level, but they could easily run 500. They're sure. going to be in that area. They could surprise somebody, too. Yeah. Okay. That's... And uh, move to A3. Excuse me. And this is a league that uh, every game they're going to have – the teams are going to have to play because it, it's outstanding. South Park last year, one point away from, I think, uh, losing to West Seneca West. They were 9-1. and one. Returned 14 starters. They're probably going to be one of the more physical teams this year, as always under Tim Delaney. Clarence Thompson, only a junior, outstanding two-way player. Elijah Lewis, tremendous uh, sack man at defensive end. Devon Humphrey, outstanding athlete, at, particularly a quarterback. And Greg Braswell. Star point, their JVs have been 35-5 and five the last four years. They've been outstanding under Al Cavanaro. Last year they were six and three. Aaron Chase returns at quarterback. He's got a ninety seven GPA. Some colleges are looking at him. Max Bowden is six five. They have some size. One hundred and Wide receiver, Boston College is interested in him. Justin Mott, outstanding linebacker, and Kevin Johnson. Uh, don't forget assistant coach Nate Butel does a great job. I gotta throw that in there. Thank Thank you. Okay. He's he's the man. Mm-hmm. He's outstanding. My main man, Nate. Um, Williamsville South, 6-3 and three last year. They returned Jamal Jones, all Western New York, rushed for over 1,000 yards, had over 60 or 70 tackles at defensive line. He is a candidate for, you know, all Western New York. Wait a minute. They, Luke Falzone's coaching? Pardon? Luke what? Falzone's yes. assistant coach this year? Yeah, one of the coaches. They have about eight, eight or nine coaches, I think, though. They all play for Craig Krasansky, come back over the years. Well, and, Luke's uh, father coached me, so I, that, I'm very familiar with the family. That shows either how young you are or how I'm old I'm very you young, are. very young. It was just a couple of years ago. And uh, line, Will Lacey and A.J. Urbaniak. Joe Bataglia is an excellent athlete. He'll be playing quarterback. 
Well, Sonic East. Wait, wait, I gotta go. I gotta get right back to his because uh, I'm looking at this. I'm going through t- your notes here. Uh, Mike Masaki. I want to talk about him because this is interesting that there's a show shown connection with uh, Williamsville South. Mike Masaki, who played at uh, show shown, and uh, as I mentioned, Luke Falzone's dad, who coached at show shown. Mike's father was, I think, a year behind me. Uh, Absolute tremendous football player. He was a star at Bennett, and I th- believe to this day holds UB's longest touchdown run from scrimmage at 99 yards. Wow. Oh. So if uh, if Mike plays anything like his father, look out for the Billies. I'm, tell- I'm the just telling you good, that. Billies gonna, go ahead. Sorry. Billies are going to be very strong offensively, and when you take a look at that league, every game is going to count. What's Luke Falzone's father's name? Oh, now you're putting me on Larry. I just had brain, my brain so melted for a minute. So he would have an older sister, I think Lauren, who yeah, used to play yeah. softball on yeah. notes. Yep. Okay, yeah, I remember that That's connection. That's the family. Remember that connection vividly. And uh, West Seneca East has four outstanding players. Sean Dolak, you know, the Dolaks have yes. outstanding Love that family. genes and bread because they're all outstanding athletes. But he's strong two-way. Nick Hamans is an outstanding lineman. Dick Dylan McNulty and Jesse Pfeiffer are also keep will be key players for Jim Marino's squad. Amherst returns twelve starters. I thought they were going to do a lot better last year. They only won two games. We'll see what they do this year. But they have uh, Mark Kenzie, that used to be head coach, or be be the coach at uh, Clarence for all those years, and he's helping out a couple of days there. But he's also helping his two sons who are coaching. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, the Amherst football no, team? No, modified. Yeah, okay. Mo- modified. Key players for the Tigers, varsity, J. Kai Womack, Deshaun Bearfield, Joe Byrne, Sean Murphy. And last but not least, Maritime Health Sciences Charter School, first charter school to come on, and they're totally independent from the city. Charlie Comerford is the coach and athletic director. They have a tough uh, road. They play Canisius at the first game. They play South Park in the second. Lamoris Jones, Adam Lanier, are, and a, they have a freshman quarterback, are excellent athletes, but I think they're going to struggle this year, particularly against the competition. One more time, I want to bring it up, Anthony. Frank brought up a point uh, when we were talking about, I believe, the A2s, how a couple teams have an excellent chance at finishing 500 in league play this year, so three and three. And unfortunately, because of the way the uh, playoffs are set up, one of those teams, third-place team, might push out one of the teams out of A1 from making the playoffs because, once again, a fourth-place team cannot qualify for the playoffs, even regardless of their record right. versus the records of uh, crossing over in the divisions. Understood. Before we, before we move on to the double A's, can we just talk about some of those quarterbacks in that division? You have South Park, Stabian Humphrey. He threw for nearly 1,800 yards last year. He, I think that's the best in the section. And you have Aaron Chase. The kid already holds five school records, passing records. How many kids enter their senior year with that? Well, you said, uh, was it last week or the week before, you said this is going to be the year of the quarterback and the big offensive lineman, so... Uh, not surprised. There's 13 outstanding quarterbacks with another four or five that'll be, you know, have their teams in competition. I've never seen that number beginning the season. 
So hopefully, yeah, we've seen like you know maybe six, seven, right. not fourteen. This hopefully is hopefully they stay healthy, right? But it'll be fun to watch. Okay, well, as an example, what? how many quarterbacks usually end up in the finalists for the Conley Cup? If you get three, that's a lot. Right, they're normally running backs. Yeah. You want to start with double yeah? A? Let's start for double A before we go to the break. Okay, excuse me. This league was had eleven teams last year. Now they have eight. The four best teams are going to be in the playoffs, semifinals in week nine. When you take a look at North Winslow North, Lancaster, Clarence, Orchard Park, they're four solid programs. Sure, Hutch Tech. It'll be interesting to see what Tony does with them. But they've that, been they and they've been very good and, and you know uh, competitive. Uh, if Nick, in the playoffs. Nick Tenero is still coaching the defense, you're going to be hard pressed to score against them, right? And Bennett, you know, got some quality players. Niagara Falls, I think, is going to be young. Lockport's going to struggle. But when you look at North, Winslow North, they were nine and one last year <laughs> until they got dominated by Lancaster. You know, in the championship game, they returned 15 starters. That's huge. And Joe Nussel is an outstanding quarterback. Dylan Kelly, outstanding two-way player. Scott Beck, Scott, Hap- Scott Hopkins. And they lost two players. Greg Poland, 6'6", junior. I think he's about 190 pounds. Uh, plays, could play tight end, defensive end. He transferred to St. Joe's. And then I'm blocking on the, the uh, name, but there was an outstanding two-way lineman that went down to Edinburgh for a, one of the camps, wound up with an ACL, and he's out. Oh. But they'll be oh. very, very competitive. And uh, they have Dan Kelly being one of the coaches there as a volunteer. He's outstanding. Is that and Jim's he, brother? That's Jim's brother. And he is just uh, connects the dots for the Spartans. Right. I like them a lot. That game that we went to, Frank and I went to at Jamestown last year was Will North at Jamestown, and uh, I think they're the real deal. And uh, the Red Devils were 5-4 and four last year. Clarence, they returned 14 starters. They have nice new helmets this year. They look sharp, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> you know, they always do. Last, they, last year they had, you know, they had a new complex, and it's outstanding. But they have some outstanding talent. John Stevens, outstanding two-way player, he's got a 97 GPA. Jack Putney's going to be one of the most versatile athletes in Western New York. Plays three. Isn't scores. he one of the strongest in the area? Yep, and <laughs> also you know plays quarterback. Zach Norton's only a sophomore. Brought him up at JV's. He's a candidate for thousand yards rushing. And here's a name for all Irish football players to be proud of. Slade Stone Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) And he has an edge, and he'll be fun to watch. So they'll be very, very competitive. Excuse me. And then you look at uh, Hutch Tech. They have uh, outstanding linemen and Max Anderson, 6'5", 350. Whoa! With a a 98 GPA. So he'll be fun to watch. Other key players for the engineers, Michael Woodruff, David Bradshaw, Anthony Whitfield, and then with Lancaster, last two years, 22-2. and two, Their JV was 16-2. and two. But when you take a look at the talent that was uh, lost, they only returned seven starters. But here's, here's the one thing that I got to say. With Lancaster, I know the work that they put into the offseason. I know the amount of kids that are hitting the weight room with them. I know they have the uh, uh, top-shelf coaching staff. Don't count them out. 
Oh, no, I don't. Eric Rupp and the coaching staff do an outstanding job. Of course, we all know it's all Brusso. You know, I, I'll tell you from a standpoint of watching coaches in-game, watching these guys for the last couple of years, probably the best in-game coaches I see of making adjustments during the game and to be able to bring it right out onto the field. Don't doubt this coaching staff one bit. I agree. Rupp will actually lead the way. Yep. And the key players, some of the key players, Brian Martin, David Gaka, Connor Mahoney, and Nick Mira. And then for the Quakers, they returned 10. They, they had a rare losing season last year, 4-5. and five. But they have some outstanding talent returning. And Michael, excuse me, Pataki, Jack Sharp, who's only junior, he got better at every game last year at quarterback. Alex Westcott, outstanding lineman. They have some darn good receivers, Archie Bartolotti, Bartolotti Jordan Prince, Brad Fowler, and they host Lancaster in week eight. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish up with the double A's. Talk about some of the games coming up during the season that uh, might wet your whistle to get out there and go catch one. Don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. Plenty of Bills discussion, I'm sure. We'll be back after this. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, and then Sports Talk Saturday follows up at 11 o'clock. Man, this is going to be a great day. One more segment, and then I get to get uh, start my vacation, head out to Sunset Bay and relax. <sighs> and, of course, my big game tomorrow. Enjoy. I'm going to try to. I'm not going to be able to relax much today. Like and I said, I'm still nervous about tomorrow. And good luck. Thank you. And All right, let's finish up where we, uh, where yeah, we left I've off. We've got two other teams. Two te- other teams in Class AA. Bennett, who's going to be playing St. Joe's in next Friday, has some good players in some John Clemens who could rush for 1,000 yards. Justin Campbell, Jordan Fryson, Naren Smith. Wait, Justin Campbell. Do you guys remember a guy named, um, you know, he's the nephew of the great Malik Campbell? Do you remember that guy? We've heard the name before, yes. <laughs> yes. Justin Campbell is his nephew. And Roger's he... rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, You remember that far back, Francis? No, I did the research. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll for... have to consult with the old man, Markel. <laughs> <laughs> Way back then. And the last school, Lockport, that's won one game in the last two years, have a new coach in Trade Smith. New coach, new facility. Yep. Malik Brooks is an outstanding track star. He's out for football this year. I don't know where the coaching change, what his status is, but if he plays, he's going to give them a dimension that they haven't had in years. And other key players, excuse me, uh, are Cullen Snyder, Santino Drake, and Josh Cooper. This league, to me, is will be very competitive. Every game is going to be a tough one. But you could wind up in the semis – particularly when you have Lancaster and Orchard Park playing in week eight, you could go in the semis with some of those teams playing back-to-back, depending on how right. the, the seating goes. That's it for Class AA. And I just want to make a meeting humble pie today. Last week I said, you want to know a tri- trivia question? And you all said yes. And I said that... Who had the first field with, with first the lights? Was, was Southwestern in the 50s. Right. I have been humbled by many people. Lancaster had lights in 1935 wow. when they were the Maroons. That's amazing. Not the Redskins elections. But right. Tonawanda, Dunkirk, and Jamestown also had lights prior to that. So 
I was way off base, and I'm yeah, by twenty uh, something years. Yeah, but Humble were those electric lights or candlelights? Yeah, <laughs> candlelights. <laughs> that lanterns hanging on the. <laughs> and just one last thought it is, we have over 160 West New York alumni that have played professional football, most in the NFL. This year, which is subject to change, we have Rob Gronkowski, New England, from Williamsville North, J.C. Treader from Akron, playing the Cleveland Browns, Brett Kern, Grand Island, playing in Carolina, Corey Graham, Philadelphia, played at Turner Carroll, Ryan Hunter from Canisius at KC, Steve Means, Grover Cleveland at Philadelphia. And I don't know if Ryan is going to still be on the final cut, but uh, excuse me, Chad Kelly at St. Joe, from St. Joe's at Denver. Looks like he may be the number two quarterback right. there. And Damone Harris from Timon at Tampa Bay, and then three CFL players, Luke Tasker from St. Francis at Hamilton, Naaman Roosevelt from St. Joe's at Saskatchewan, and Mercer Timmons from Canisius at Hamilton. Western New York, we play outstanding football. We have outstanding uh, history, and looking forward to this season. Yeah, Naaman Roosevelt, I hear, is having a good old time up in the CFL. I've watched him play, yeah. and Luke Tasker. They're 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 doing very well. He's, yeah, I know. I watch some Canadian football. Hey, I, I do too. You got to get your fix in. Yeah, in late in early July. Of course, today there's some college football on, so I'll be watching that tonight. There's high school football on. There's high school football on and the NFL on today. So, uh, while my kids are out enjoying the uh, the, the lake, I think I'm going to be inside watching football. <laughs> I'm a loser, I know. All right, <laughs> let's talk about some of the games uh, this season that uh, that stand out that, you know, hey, you might want to go catch this one. Well, I mentioned last week Cleveland Hill and Maryvale, and both of those teams are outstanding, and they're going to be competing for league and sectional championships. Canisius and St. Joe's plays in week five. That'll be a really competitive game, and that will be at St. Joe's. You take oh, and there was a, by the way, there was a change in the was Aquinas. Aquinas Kinesh, 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 that's Kinesh. moving from New Era Field to, to, Kinesh, to Stransky Complex. Right. Okay. They were going to play on a Thursday or something. And yeah. So they're going to be playing back on Saturday. But those, those, those games stand out. When you, when you look, and you mentioned, I think, last week, you look at the schedule You'd like to be at four or five games because they're all going to be competitive. They're all going to be fun games. Yeah, we're not all like you, Dick, there. We can just divide our body into seven and, and, and go. Well, no. The most games I ever saw on a weekend were 11. Jeez. But we, we played. They played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I didn't stay for all 11 games. But, like, I'd go to St. Joe's, then half, and then go to Amherst, whatever. If I did that today, I'd be sleeping for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> Um, some, some other games, France. It I, would be. I like um, this Star Point Grand Island game. Now it's a non-league game this year, but the past few years it's been for a division title. I'll be interested to see in the intensity those two bring to that game. Um, Williamsville North, Williamsville East. Frank's going to be there. We also might have some special video at halftime. So for WNY Athletics, so keep an eye on that on our YouTube page. Um, I think I might be going to uh, Hutch Tech Will South. You know, two programs there. You know, see how they uh, gel into the new season. A lot of new faces for Will South. Obviously, Hutch Tech, mm-hmm. new coach. Um, I have to catch Will South game this year. I, that That's a must for me. And, you know, Wilson's going to be playing. They have this quarterback, Stephen Frerichs. 
he's a farmer. Like he doesn't play Fortnite like most of these kids do. He Good. like you know he like carries bells of hay and throws it around. This I love builds. going to a game at Wilson. Wilson <laughs> is one of the neatest uh, fields that you can go to, especially uh, uh, when they've got the chowder going on. And oh my! They also have an outstanding wide receiver in Marcel. Wilson and the Grand Island Star Point game will be good this year. Last year, Grand Island dominated Star Point, and Star Point was undefeated at that game. And I think Tom uh, Ciceri had about 200 yards rushing, two, three, three touchdowns, and that changed the whole dynamics for Star Point because then they lost uh, three well, games. For the part season. of it had to do was they lost, um, they lost like six starters in the last two games, so that really killed them, including Aaron. Yeah, including Aaron. Anthony, please forgive Dick for uh, interrupting your talk about food to talk football. Please it's forgive him. very rude. Very <laughs> rude, but uh, I will. Well, guys, Dick Gallagher, especially you. I mean, thank you so much, Tom. You're going to be sticking around through most of the season talking Absolutely. football with us. Francis, thank you. Roger, thank you. Derek, and thank you. Sports- DK, you're the man. you the man. Sports Talk Saturday is next. We'll talk to you next week with highlights and conversation about the first week of football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.